Welcome to CII Podcasts. Hello everyone, my name is Jayan Sriram and I'm your host for today. Welcome to another interesting episode of the CII Podcast. And today's topic for discussion is the contribution of the accounting profession in sustainable economic growth. To discuss this very interesting topic today, we have with us a very special guest, CA Aniket Sunil Talati, President the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India. He is the director of the ICAI Accounting Research Foundation, Indian Institute of Insolvency Professionals of ICAI, and Extensible Business Reporting Language India, and is a member of various other committees, boards, and directorates of ICAI. Mr. Talati is also the technical advisor to the ICAI's nominee on the PAIB Advisory Group of the International Federation of Accountants (IFAC) and technical advisor to the IFAC board member. He is also appointed as the board member of the South Asian Federation of Accountants. We know that the CII annual session is just around the corner and we will bring together government leaders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, startups, professionals and other stakeholders to capture thoughts and chart the future path for the Indian economy. In the same context, let's start with this very interesting discussion with Mr. Talati. Thank you so much for making the time sir to join us today on the CII podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Right so let me start uh, with you know with a, with a very broad question but perhaps the most important one. We have a dream to make the Indian economy a 5 trillion dollar economy by 2025. And so how far is India reached and what is the road map toward achieving this target? So look I think uh, we're well on our way to that target. Uh, in fact we recently saw and everybody who's listening in would be aware that india has already surpassed uk in terms of the size of the economy and when we're talking about uh, the current year 2023 i think all projections state the economy to be north of 3.7 uh, trillion dollars and uh, looking at that trajectory um, the growth that we've seen in the past 2 years going from 3.2 to 3.7 and uh, moving forward with this growth rate and uh, the kind of formalization that has come into the economy i personally see that the a uh, target that was set and uh, the projections that were given out that by 2627 uh, india should hit the 5 trillion dollar economy mark i think the way the economy has been leapfrogging uh, the uh, recovery that we've seen very sharp in terms of the post covid times and the businesses the export growth and everything else that is happening in the country i personally would see that uh, we might well beat our target of 2627 and maybe uh, it might be possible that in 2526 uh, or early 2627 uh, the uh, aim of reaching the 5 trillion dollar economy would be reached and i think that would be a great milestone uh, numerically but i think also in terms of uh, all the other peripheria that comes with the economy of that size Right thank you that was a very uh, positive and interesting perspective which i think lays out the tone for the rest of our discussion today um and i want to move on um india is hosting the g20 and it's a very proud moment for all of us um what are the focus areas of icai towards achieving all the goals set out in the g20 agenda for india look yes you're very right it's definitely a proud moment for us to host g20 in fact uh, while we speak we had yesterday the honorable prime minister attended the g7 uh, where too we were invited as a observer and if you look at the G7 too we are today larger than three of the G7 economies so it's truly the time for india and therefore i think it couldn't have been a better time for india to have its presidency we are in fact celebrating our azadi ka amrit mahotsav the 75th year of independence has gone by and we are now looking at 
the next 25 years which is commonly referred to as the Amrit Kal or the 25 period when we reach our uh, sanitary celebrations of 100 years where we look forward to seeing India as a futuristic, uh, prosperous, inclusive and developed society which is distinguished by a human-centric approach at its core and supporting this agenda of inclusive, equitable and sustainable growth. ICI is also very proud to celebrate India's G20 uh, presidency. In fact, we have associated uh, with the Secretariat of B20, which is with CII, to become the principal partners of B20. And what we are trying to do here is to focus uh, on the areas which the government has identified of green development, climate finance, life, that is lifestyle for environment, uh, accelerating the progress of the SDGs or the Sustainable Development Goals uh, and making sure there is an inclusive and resilient growth for the entire country and the economy using a digital transformation, the digital public infrastructure that we have with Chandan, Aadhaar and the mobile technology going everywhere. So if I talk about the Institute, I'll be very happy to say that way back in February 2020, we were probably one of the first institutes of accounting across the world, which looked at the um, importance that sustainability was taking uh, across the globe and we set up the Sustainability Reporting Standards Board which is referred to as SRSB and this was done in 2020 even before the International Sustainability Standards Board has been set up and this board specifically talks about uh, focusing on the SDGs that is a 2030 agenda that we have of having sustainable development goals and ICI is also striving to bring sustainability reporting as well as thinking within mainstream business practices in public as well as in private uh, spaces and sectors uh, which includes you know measurements for disclosure of non-financial information which is going to be extremely critical so businesses having to report on this non-financial information and also trying to create awareness about the importance of sustainability so what we are doing is we're doing um, two parts the financial aspect with the business community in terms of non-financial reporting sustainable reporting and we're also trying to focus on awareness around the, SD, uh, the SDGs that is the sustainable development uh, goals. We started a couple of years ago a unique uh, I would say outreach program with the name of Vitya Gyan, ICAI Kabyan or the finance and tax literacy. The idea there was to increase the finance and tax literacy amongst the population of the country but we are today no longer using it only for financial and tax information but we are spreading it um, while we have the connects across the non-financial people who are not aware of uh, you know tax finances and other aspects we are also along with spreading information about those important areas we are also trying to make them aware of sustainability and why it is important and look when we sit today in the summer i think delhi i was reading is is almost approaching 48, 49 degrees of heat. We are all seeing the impact of climate change around us. Um, and therefore, it's, it's very important that not just in terms of the reporting of the businesses, but in day-to-day -day life of Indians, we imbibe sustainability. And with that objective, we have the Sustainable Reporting Standards Board and the Finance and Tax Literacy. We have some world-class standards that we've come out for auditing um, and giving reports on sustainability. And like I said, we are trying to do our bit in terms of making the general public aware about the importance of sustainability. Right. Uh, thank you once again, sir. Um, that was a very interesting answer. I think very succinctly covering the role of the accounting profession and you know the role of institutes like ICI in enabling a resilient and you know strong economy. And thank you also for mentioning um, 
uh, the concept of sustainability and why that's so important to bring to public knowledge. Um, I want to expand on uh, the previous answer a little bit and I want to ask you, what are the steps being taken by the ICI to improve audit quality and enhance reliability and the relevance of an organization's financial statements, uh, you know, to create trust among various stakeholders? So look, uh, well, first deal with the sustainability aspect of this, where we are trying to promote the compliance within the existing, not only accounting and auditing framework, but also the sustainability related disclosures. For example, SEBI has mandated them on BRSR. Uh, and second, we're trying to send them an assurance framework to build a bridge between the sustainability and related risk as well as corporate financial reporting. What we did for this, I'll give you a few examples. We've developed a sustainability reporting maturity model 2.0, which is nothing but a, a maturity model where you can go and see how mature your enterprise or organization is in terms of sustainability reporting. What we've also done is we've incorporated an institution known as the Institute of Social Auditors of India, ISAI, which is issuing social audit standards. And we have 16 of these standards, which are world-class and today are going to be used for auditing social enterprises. We carry out various Go Green initiatives for tea plantations. Our buildings are now getting, uh, you know, the GRIA ratings to ensure that we ourselves as the Institute are, uh, you know, conscious of our carbon footprint and also trying to reduce it significantly. Very importantly, we have come out with a standard on assurance engagement, SAE 3410, which talks about assurance engagements on greenhouse gas statements. It's a unique standard where auditors are going to provide assurance on the uh, greenhouse emissions that are happening. So we're doing a lot of the work in terms of the sustainability reporting aspect. In terms of the audit quality, uh, let me tell you that we as the Institute are very conscious of the importance of quality and audit quality that is uh, there for the society at large because audit is a very important role uh, not just for the companies or the corporates but the entire ecosystem of banks, financial institutions, shareholders, stakeholders, uh, the regulators which are involved in this process, um, you know, the, the, prim the primary markets, secondary markets and all of that. So therefore, I think what we've done is we have a center of audit quality within the institute which we established three years ago which is coming out with various publications trying to educate and improve the quality of audit. Uh, the AASP, which we have as the Audit and Assurance Standards Board within the Institute, we are now trying to have an online panel of experts, uh, which are experts. Uh, for example, we did one for the bank branch audits, which got recently concluded. And now we have time till 30th of September to finish our company audits. And for that too, we have an expert panel, which is going to uh, solve the queries of our members in relation to audit. To develop audit quality further, what we have done is we came out with a AQMM. Similar to what I told you earlier for the sustainability, we have an audit quality maturity model. A very unique model which the institute has developed where firms can go and assess themselves in terms of self-evaluation of their audit quality using the matrix which is given in the AQMM. And then subsequently, this rating is to be reviewed by a peer reviewer when their peer review is done. Again, peer review is a very important process which the institute does to maintain audit quality where another chartered accountant visits a practicing chartered accountants unit which is known as a PU or a practicing unit and that firm's documentation, its compliance with auditing standards, with reporting standards and other important uh, pronouncements of the institute are verified and then it gets peer reviewed and a certificate is issued to the firm. So we are trying to see how the firms um, you know, can constantly improve those standards of documentation. We are now mandating more and more firms uh, to have mandatory peer reviews 
we also do a very important aspect um, which i don't think the general public is aware and i would like to use this opportunity for them to be aware we have a very important board in the institute known as the financial reporting review board we call it the frrb and the frrb proactively uh, you know picks up i would say close to 100 companies in a year whose financial statements are then reviewed they are reviewed for accounting compliances with accounting standards auditing standards caro requirement companies act requirement pronouncements of the institute and all the reporting requirements that go around that organization and then in cases where we see non compliances which are minor then advisories are issued and we try and um, you know make sure that these non compliances are known to firms at large through the various outreach programs that we do and if in certain cases we find that um, you know there are grave non compliances of reporting requirements or of standards then in those cases these cases are referred to the disciplinary directorate of the institute where they take up disciplinary action which would mean uh, then having an investigation and then in certain cases the members name being removed and there being financial penalty on the members so lot of the steps awareness regulation monitoring and review all of this put together are i think important aspects which the institute is doing as a regulator to improve the audit quality Thank you once again. That was a very broad-ranging and interesting answer. Um, I'd like to move on to another aspect of the economy now, um, and that is, uh, you know, that India is now—it's the—it's very central to the startup ecosystem in the world. And um, we rank third with around ninety thousand startups, and now one hundred and seven unicorn companies worth about thirty billion dollars. And so, how is the ICAI contributing toward enhancing this startup ecosystem in the country? you very right in fact it's a matter of great pride for india that we are the third largest uh, startup ecosystem in the world and i think you rightly mentioned 107 unicorns i think it's an enviable number by any standard and for any country and today the march of these startups is uh, you know even faster um, for realizing this importance the institute constituted a committee on msme and startup so the msme ecosystem again is very important because most of these a lot of these startups out of the 90000 that you mentioned are in fact msmes and then uh, we look at startups also from the perspective of uh, funding and raising equity so for the msme first you know icci has entered into mou with various state governments and institutions in fact recently we had an mou with the government of kerala government of odisha as early as april 2023 where we are looking at development and capacity building of msmes in respective states we also have mou with uh, aic foundation of uh, innovation and entrepreneurship at imbhu that is in varanasi the aic nalanda institute of technology in bhubaneswar odisha for capacity building of startups we also have various mous with the iims uh, and the incubation center and recently i come from gujarat where we have a uh, you know a startup uh, innovation hub known as ihub and there to the uh, msme and startup committee has done a mou and all of these are uh, with a very simple idea that how icci can partner in various initiatives that the central or the state governments are taking up for promotion and development of startups we as chartered accountants as you'll be aware a very important constituents and consultants to startups in all phases not just the early stage but even fundraising pre series a and then going forward and taking them public and therefore as the institute we have realized the role that our chartered accountants are playing in this startup ecosystem we are having all these very important mous and we are trying to work within the startup ecosystem in fact next month uh, as the country and the world celebrates msme day we are doing a huge startup sphere in mumbai 
at the Geo World Convention Center, where we're trying to bring the entire startup ecosystem together. And again, that is one more commitment of the Institute uh, to contribute towards the wonderful initiatives and the leadership position that we have today in the startup uh, world. Thank you. And, you know, just as we spoke about startups and just as we're kind of rounding up the discussion for today, I thought I would ask you a kind of a future looking question, um, which is that we know that new technologies are transforming the world and they have great potential to drive growth and innovation. Um, so I was curious to know, what is the future of accounting, according to you, in this digital era? And, you know, how will the latest technologies and trends really shape the accounting profession in India going forward? I think it's a, it's a wonderful question because um, definitely technology will have an impact on everything. It's not just accounting. I think uh, you will appreciate that every sphere of life, every sphere of business profession, wherever one talks about or looks into, I think the advent of uh, artificial intelligence and you know the chat GPTs of the world, which are now dominating the market, will definitely change the way we do things. Uh, and that is true for accounting also. So the way we do accounting, the way we do audit is going to change. But I personally see this not as a disruptor, but more as an enabler because um, at the Institute, we've been forward looking in terms of uh, analyzing and understanding what are these technological changes uh, that are going to happen. We have a very famous ABCD of uh, accounting impact, which is of artificial intelligence. So A stands for artificial intelligence, B is for blockchain, C is for cyber security and D is for data analysis. All four of them where accountants have a huge role to play. Artificial intelligence, of course, uh, is, is impacting the entire world. But I think even the accounting profession, how it will shape the future. We've done a lot of, um, you know, uh, research reports and other analysis on AI. Blockchain, again, is nothing but, you know, touches every aspect of finance. Cyber security as, and cyber audit, uh, as we call it now, is going to gain more and more importance because it's not just the physical controls, but the IT controls which are taking center stage. So looking at all of this, the Institute has a very important, um, I would say, committee and a board which is called the Digital Accounting and Assurance Board, DAM. Uh, this looks into the entire digital accounting sphere as well as how these modern technologies are shaping the future of accounting and we're trying to train our members so that it's not that they are taken by surprise by these technologies but they are able to use uh, AI and blockchain and, and, and cyber security opportunities uh, for their own growth. We've also tried to see that uh, when everything is going digital and online even for our firms what we have done is we've come out with a practice management software to enhance operational efficiency of our firms and this software is available free of cost to all our firms. It includes various day-to-day -day office activities, jobs, billings, uh, capacity planning, documentation, centralized client uh, databases, timesheet and various other day-to-day -day requirements that a firm would have. I would say more than 5,000 firms today are using this software and this has been provided by the Institute on its portal cacloud.ca.in. So we are trying to not only give them this tool, but we are also this year trying to give an audit documentation uh, and an audit software tool to our members. So see that how we can enable them to use the latest cutting edge technology to deliver world-class audits and constantly keep improving the audit quality in the country. Thank you. It's, and it's great to see how you know future ready the Institute is and how it's helping companies also achieve that, achieve that goal. 
um as we end uh, and, and as i mentioned at the start we are the cii annual session is just around the corner and i'd like you to reflect um just briefly on how a session like this that brings together various leaders in the industry is you know crucial to achieving the growth targets of india going forward i think it's it's wonderful it's it's a event that cii has been doing uh, year on year and we've seen some great thought leaders who've come and expressed their views i think it's not just about being there and listening to these thought leaders and being part of these conversations that happen on stage but i think also off stage when you're meeting with uh, so many different participants as you rightly mentioned from the corporate world uh, from the regulatory aspect uh, from other spheres of various different uh, walks of life i think it's a great opportunity for us to look back reflect on what has happened in the past and also to see how all of us together want to see the future india um, how we are looking at challenges because that is also important to discuss in events like this and how together we can convert a lot of these challenges into opportunities so that the goal that we started off with jain of reaching the 5 trillion dollar economy and beyond maybe by 2047 becoming a developed economy and uh, india truly being at the forefront of uh, all nations i think it's only through meetings and conversations like this that all add up to our long term goal of being there so i'm extremely delighted with the activities that cii is planning around this event and i myself look forward to being there and i look forward to seeing all your um, you know participants who are going to be there uh, in that event my best wishes to cii for sure thank you and and on that note we'll close the discussion for today thank you so much mr talati for joining us on the cii podcast it's a pleasure thank you so much uh, mr jain thank you for listening to cii podcasts